This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 184 of the Catholic Foodie, Mardi Gras 2014. Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we're talking Mardi Gras, folks. I can't believe it's already here. It's amazing, and you might notice that uh, my voice is not quite right. I'm still trying to get over some bronchitis, and uh, good thing is you're not going to have to listen to me for long, in this state at least. Uh, it's an exciting time, and you know, I have a hard time believing that uh, it just doesn't feel like Mardi Gras for me this year. You know, we just had the, the big uh, pilgrimage to the Holy Land, and I'll tell you more about that in just a minute, but I've got some exciting news today for you folks, so stay tuned right here at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. That's right, I'm still kind of overcoming some bronchitis. My uh, my voice is kind of here and there, not 100% yet, and I apologize for that. But yes, uh, it doesn't feel like Mardi Gras to me. Why not? Well, uh, we had a big push. You know, Mardi Gras down here starts uh, January 6th. I mean, that's the season, right? Carnival season with king cakes. And can you believe it? I've only made one king cake so far this season. Now, I blame it on the pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> you may know that I just returned last week from Israel, uh, pilgrimage, the first ever uh, Food Meets Faith pilgrimage to the Holy Land. I was there for 11 days, and uh, it was a phenomenal trip. It was fantastic. I mean, beyond words, just beyond explanation, uh, beyond description, and it's one of those things where it's life-changing, and, and I think that it takes probably months, it will take probably months to process that uh, that entire trip. But, you know, it, it was kind of uh, all-consuming prior to the trip. I mean, for me, uh, I was, uh, along with Father Mike Workhoven, I was leading that trip there, and I had a lot of things to do to prepare for the trip itself, and also uh, to try to take care of client work before I left so that I'd have happy clients when I'd come back. And uh, then the trip itself, and then, and then coming back and just being overwhelmed. So for me, you know, in a lot of ways, it just doesn't seem like Mardi Gras. However, it is, and uh, tomorrow is the big day, where at least the, it's the big day that precedes the big day. It's the big day that precedes the several big days. Uh, tomorrow night, you, you start with uh, the, some of the big parades, and this is the, the final finale, I guess you'd say, uh, rounding out the, the carnival season for us. This whole weekend starts tomorrow, Thursday night, and then goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday is Lundi Gras, and then Tuesday, of course, Fat Tuesday, it's Mardi Gras Day. And uh, I do have some exciting news. I have some exciting news. Back in 2010, Lino Rulli, the Catholic guy, on Sirius XM's The Catholic Channel 129, came to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Lino and his crew broadcasted his show live from a balcony on Bourbon Street on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Mardi Gras week, and I was privileged to be invited to join Lino and the gang on Fat Tuesday itself. Now, I have to admit that I had never in my life been on Bourbon Street on Mardi Gras Day, and for good reason. Uh, it's pretty crazy. But I was excited to meet Lino, so Char and I braved the crowd with a king cake and some gumbo in tow, actually, and made it safely to the Inn on Bourbon, where I was blessed to be on the show for about an hour. Uh, it was just, uh, it was a hoot. It was a ball. It was so much fun. And, uh, you know, Lino and I have kept in touch uh, since then. As a matter of fact, we're both at the uh, the Catholic New Media Conference together in Boston. That was later on in 2010. I think that was October of 2010, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, anyway, a couple of weeks ago, Lino emailed me and uh, said that he would like to come back to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, but this time, please, no Bourbon Street. So I told him that I'd be happy to help make arrangements and that I thought that I could introduce him to the real Mardi Gras, right? Which is a, a very family-friendly event. And so I am happy to announce that Lino will indeed be back here in New Orleans next week to broadcast The Catholic Guy live from Mardi Gras on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. If my uh, schedule allows, I might drop in for Monday's show, but I am slated to co-host with Lino on Tuesday and Wednesday. That's very exciting. Monday's show will be broadcasted from the grounds of the historic St. Stephen Catholic Church, which is now Good Shepherd Parish. It's right there kind of at the beginning of uh, where some of the big parades roll on Monday, including Orpheus, uh, the parade that uh, was started by Harry Connick Jr. Uh, Tuesday's show will come to you live from Chef Matt Murphy's The Irish House, 
on St. Charles Avenue. I'm very excited about that. We have a balcony view. We'll be able to uh, broadcast live from the balcony there on St. Charles Avenue, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then Wednesday's show will be broadcasted live from Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. And uh, that's a good good place. Good Catholic family owns that restaurant. Fantastic. It's a, it's a historic place in New Orleans. Uh, kind of a cultural mecca, if you will, uh, between Yale College Inn and right there on the same property. Just to the right, you have uh, Rock and Bowl, which has a, a, a long history, too, in New Orleans. And the show on, on Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, I believe that Archbishop Amon will be joining us for a, a segment of that show. So I'm very excited uh, about that, too. Anyway, The Catholic Guy broadcasts live on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM Channel 129, from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Central. So tune in next week if you can. If you're not a Sirius XM subscriber, you can keep your ears open at the Catholic Guy's iTunes podcast feed to see if any of those shows make it into the feed. Uh, and you can just go to iTunes and uh, Google the Catholic Guy, or not search, not Google, just search in iTunes for the Catholic Guy, and you'll see it'll, it'll pop up there in the podcast. You can keep an eye out there. Now, what I'd like to do now, since my voice is iffy and I don't want to torture you any longer, um, I actually have a recording of the hour-long segment that I did with Lino back in 2010, and uh, my voice was perfectly fine then. So what I'm going to do is let that play right now, and this will be the end of the show for me. We're going to close out with this. It's about 58 minutes long. It was a lot of fun. We played games like uh, the, the Catholic password is. That was a fun one. Uh, we talked Mardi Gras. We talked about food. I had brought king cake for Lino to try it. I brought gumbo. And gumbo, you know, Lino had never really, he's not really into spicy food, I don't believe. So this was uh, something new and different for him. And we were able to, to encourage him to, to branch out culinarily speaking. So uh, a lot of fun. Sit back, relax, enjoy. And uh, let me hear from you. If you're in town for Mardi Gras for next week, I'd love to know that. Uh, there's a chance that we'll have possibly on one or two of those venues, uh, the chance for you to join a live audience. If we're, we're looking for maybe 10 to 15 people, I don't think that's going to be possible on Tuesday's show because of uh, the, well, the crowds, uh, the Mardi Gras parades and just the, the, the venue itself. I don't think will uh, will allow us to have people in off the street, so to speak. But uh, for Wednesday's show and for, uh, for, Saturday, uh, for Monday, it's quite possible that if you're in town, uh, just send me an email or give me a call, you know, the, v- the feedback line, voice feedback line, 985-635-4974, 985-635-4974. You can always email me at jeff at catholicfoodie.com. If you're in town, I'd love to know about it. Maybe you can come and see us. It'll be a lot of fun. So until next time, well, I'm not leaving now, right? We're going to listen to this clip. But until next time, bon appetit. Plenty of show coming up. We have got the Catholic foodie Jeff Young's going to be in studio bringing some of the sweets and delicacies and gumbo, I'm told, of New Orleans. And much, much more ahead as the Catholic Guy Show continues to broadcast live from the Inn on Bourbon. It's the French Quarter. It's Mardi Gras. Two full hours of good Catholic fun straight ahead. Listening to the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117. Live from New Orleans, it's the Catholic Guys Mardi Gras Special. And straight from his balcony overlooking Bourbon Street, here's your host, Lino Ruli. Yes, sir. Let the good times roll. Laissez le bon temps rouler, as they say in French, but my last name is Ruli, so laissez le bon temps rouler, as we say in. Italian or English in, or whatever it might be. In new language here. In, in <laughs> our own created language. A beautiful day. What a perfect setting to have for Mardi Gras celebrations. A balcony overlooking Bourbon Street. A balcony, a balcony in the middle of debauchery, quite frankly. Yeah. But re-grasping the Catholic roots of Mardi Gras. This is a Catholic party, and certainly we see some excesses where you go... I don't know if I'll sign off on that, but I listen to the number of beads I got now, Lou. Now Ooh, we're talking. Yeah, you're like a party dude. <laughs> I was uh, going to say party girl, but that, this is, that's, that's just wrong. 18 times worse. Party girl just couldn't be worse. 
We are having a good time. I got to tell you, the inn, the inn on Bourbon, the hotel we're at, has taken great care of us. The city of New Orleans, the people of New Orleans, have taken great care of us. Somebody wrote me something at my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ruli, that I have to just agree. But now, first of all, some people have written uh, a lot of things in French, and I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, you might want to read them on the air. And I'm not going to read, exactly, Lou. Because you never know. I'm not going to read them on the air, but I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. And then I got a, a nice little Facebook message here from Deacon Mike. And he says, Lino, welcome to New Orleans, one of the great Catholic archdioceses in the world. And I got to say, now I know, you know, sometimes when, when whether you're TV or radio or wherever you are, and the uh, you go, well, this is the greatest city on earth. Suddenly, this is the best thing on earth. I got to tell you, this, there's there's something to this town. Oh, it's fantastic. This is really something. This is a party. This is a good time. The people of New Orleans couldn't be friendlier. We couldn't be having more fun. There is, in actuality, only one thing we've been missing, quite frankly. Yeah. And uh, that is the food. Yeah. Yeah. Our diets really haven't been very New Orleans exclusive. We've been... Quite honestly, very boring in our in our dietary choices thus far. No, I Lou just say it's because in our defense we've been working a lot. Yeah, we've been very busy. I mean, you know, that's true. I mean, we've we haven't had time to party. We haven't had time to drink. We haven't had time to eat. I mean, you know. So we're you know we basics. I, basics. I got to have an egg and cheese, a bacon egg and cheese bagel today. Yeah, I, I joined you <laughs> with a bacon and egg bagel, and it was just. It didn't taste different in New Orleans. It just tasted like a bacon and egg bagel. And, you know, of all the emails and everything we've gotten of everyone saying, you got to eat of this and you have to eat of that and you got to do this, and we said, okay. Yeah, we'll maybe get to that. Thank you. Uh, Thank, um, it's, it sounds good. I had a cheeseburger on my first night. It sounds good. I had a Cobb salad yesterday. What are you kidding? <laughs> I, had a, I had a Cobb. I did the same thing. I had a, I had a Cobb salad. I go, all right, well, that sounds healthy. I had a Cobb salad. and Good salad. <laughs> Fair enough. So we understand. And look, uh, if you've ever been to the New Orleans area, and especially if you've been here for Mardi Gras and in the French Quarter and such, it seems that they've got particular drinks like uh, hurricanes and hand grenades and all of these things. We haven't even drank any of those. Drank? Drunk? Drank. Drank. Uh, I had Captain Morgan and Coke. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. I had an unsweetened iced tea last night. I felt like the biggest loser alive. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, I thought they were actually going to kick us out of New Orleans I last night. The waiter was going to slap me. I was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to." At least you guys got. Morning got like a local beer, so she was into it. You at least got a drink. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to have unsweetened iced tea." <laughs> guy looked, I can't describe the guys. It was just like sad and and just disappointed look on the waiter's face. Yeah, I he, felt pretty bad. He just didn't know what to do with the information. He's like, "I, I don't." I, do we have that? Like, you have to look to somebody. Uh, he didn't know uh, if it was a joke. He didn't know what it was. But, you know, it is, it's Mardi Gras. And yeah. for those who may not know what Mardi Gras means, well, I'll tell you, but you probably do. Fat Tuesday. And this feasting of Mardi Gras, something that's been going on for centuries and centuries, because tomorrow, when Ash Wednesday arrives, or literally, help me with the math, Lou, eight hours from now in the central time zone, it is 4 p.m., yep. correct? Yep. Eight hours from now. It's all over. It is all over. And the way we understand it here in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, the police come by on horseback and literally clear the people out. Yeah. And so Fat Tuesday, people have done this for centuries and centuries, and part of what they're doing in Fat, with the Fat Tuesdays was traditionally during Lent, some of the richest foods with eggs and meats and oils and butters and such, as uh, these weren't eaten. And so you really fattened yourself up on a fat Tuesday. Yeah, you don't want to throw it out. you got to do it. you got to use them. Because people had, you know, real hard fasts. Yeah. I always complain. I say Catholics were a little too light still. Yeah. Tomorrow <laughs> with our fasting, we're, one, we're still going to get one full meal and two small meals not to equal a full meal and no meat. That's what we did yesterday. That was, <laughs> that was what we ate yesterday. And we weren't sacrificing a single thing. Yeah. But now we got somebody because we, we, the three of us, if left to our own vices, which we have been, have no idea what we're doing when it comes to food. Yeah, no, it's just we. No, now, yeah. we've got someone, however, who's going to know what to do, and he is the man. The Catholic foodie, they call him. Jeff Young, you can check him out at catholicfoodie.com. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing fine. Thank oh, you so much. We need your microphone on. Hang on one second. Well, now you can say it. I'm doing fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> What's happening? You're the Catholic foodie. Are you from this area? I am. I'm from Baton Rouge originally. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's right. You say it for me, Louisiana. Louisiana. I thought you guys were going to have more of a... Louisiana. There you go. Louisiana. There you go. Like New Orleans. What's that? Oh, yeah. Can you do that for me, too? Can you say New Orleans, please? New Orleans. 
They oh, sound right. like us. Sounds We're like down us. here in New Orleans. Sounds like New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> You're sounding like us now, Jeff. All right, the Catholic Foodie. CatholicFoodie.com. What's going on at CatholicFoodie.com? Oh, we have lots of good stuff going on. Uh, we got recipes. We have reviews. We have uh, lots of conversation about uh, food, faith, family, fun. I mean, it's just great stuff. Everything starts with an F. And speaking of the, That's right. Speaking of the letter F, there is a uh, festival going on and probably some F-bombs being dropped uh, on Bourbon Street. Is this where you usually come uh, for Mardi Gras? Is this where your celebrations are? Uh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. Let me tell you, we've, we've had on the show, we've had some great folks on the show so far. Archbishop Amon's been on the show and Father Tony Ricard. We've had a lot of people from the New Orleans area. And not a one of them has ever been on Bourbon Street for Mardi Gras. Poor Father Tony, we dragged him in here yesterday and he goes, I'm 45 years old and I've never been <laughs> to a Mardi Gras. Have you had you have you seen this before the the party? I have. You have. I have. It, it's been years. I think it was in college the last time I came down here. I mean, this is crazy. Well, we're trying we're trying to re grasp the Catholic roots. And as Archbishop Amon said, well, good luck on that. I'll keep you in my oh, prayers wow. on that one. <laughs> uh, now, Catholic foodie, we know nothing about food, and not oh, only gosh. do we we know we know about Catholicism. So we've got one thing going for us. We know nothing about food. Well, you, you have somehow put these together. Is that correct, Jeff? That's correct. How That's do you put correct. them together? Uh, well, it's all about the sacramentality of creation, actually. If you yeah. want to get uh, theological. I was going to make a shirt that said that. It's all <laughs> about the sacramentality of creation. Of creation, creation. Of course, that's right. Of yeah, and, yeah. And tell me what that means. Well, God created the world, right? He created everything, creation, which is good, yes. including food. Yes. You know, and there's really, if you look in the scripture, there is a lot of, I mean, food plays a, a, a big part. Of the Old Testament, the New Testament, I mean, goodness gracious, you can see immediately the connection between bread and wine and the Eucharist, Yep. right? Uh, you had covenant meals in the Old Testament. You had um, uh, the manna in the desert. I mean, just so many things that we see in Scripture that deal with food. And, you know, today, in our own lives, what's important? Gathering around the family table with our children, our, our spouses, and also the family table of God. The now, altar. By, by the way, Jeff, you speaking of family, there's a woman here. Do you know who this is? She's, she's uh, not on yes. mic. Do you know who this woman is who's coming to the room? <laughs> That's my beautiful wife. Okay, I okay. just wanted to know yeah. if she was with you, because this is the thing about New Orleans. You know, the ladies just walking around, they stop in the room. We have, hey. a bal- we have a balcony on Bourbon Street. I understand it's attractive. Yes. I was just curious if you, okay, well, there she is. Right, Lena's to... like, should I throw beads at her? Do I shake her hand? Call security. <laughs> I was thinking of the last one. Call security. Do we know who this person is? Uh, a family thing. Now, what about... The, I'm a bad, some would argue, Lino, you're a bad Catholic, but I'm also a bad foodie. I'm a very picky eater. You ever had Italian food? Oh, I love Italian food. That'll get you where you need to be. Lino's never had Indian food. Sorry, I just outed you. Maureen, well, you didn't out me. I mean, it's not like I'm Tom Cruise. I mean, you didn't do anything here. I'm just just sitting here. I mean, it's not a secret, but it it sounds horrible when you say it like that. Yes, I've never had Indian food, Jeff. Oh, wow. Do you think less? Why why do you bring it up? Is Jeff... uh, I just think... Are you from India, Jeff? No, I think he needs to know the level, like how picky you are. No, I think I got something better. I've been to Japan twice and never had sushi. (gasps) What? There. No way. I thought that was way more offensive. Yeah, that is. Uh, I went to China... And we ate at TGI Fridays. Aww. I went to Hong Kong and we ate at the Planet Hollywood. Gee, I'll keep oh going. Gosh. I'll keep going. I went to... Let me think here. What else can I... That's probably a scandalous... I've never that, been to that's, India. That's a lot. So I've never had any... But see, now technically, if I went to India and went to the TGI Fridays, I would have Indian food. Mm-hmm. Or as they call it, their food. 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 <laughs> there. Uh, now, because here's the way I look at it. When it comes to my Catholic faith, I'm not a pick and choose. I just sign off to... A, I believe in what the church teaches. When it comes to my food, I am a cafeteria Catholic, oh, wow. and I pick and choose what I like to eat. And so we've gotten thousands of emails from listeners saying, Lino, you got to try this. We got it. By the way, uh, Jeff Young, somebody actually emailed about you. We got so many wow. e- emails about you saying you got to have the Catholic foodie on when you're in New Orleans. Awesome. That's yeah. why you're here. Thank the the listeners demanded your uh, <laughs> People have spoken. People love food, you know? Uh, not me. <laughs> so now, now, have you brought some food? And uh, what will your thoughts be if I don't like it? Uh, well, let's see. I, there's a balcony here. I can throw you off the balcony. Uh. <laughs> no, and and that's because now, as everyone, people have been emailing. We went to a seafood joint a couple nights ago. Yes, and I had the shrimp because <laughs> that was like the safe. Yeah, and it was like Louisiana barbecue shrimp. Now, what 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 is being presented to me here? I mean, I see it's a bowl. What what do we have here? Uh, that is that's gumbo. What is gumbo? Uh, well, gumbo is kind of like a, a stew, 
Okay, I've never had a stew in my entire life. Never? Have no. you had soup? I have. I, I, I probably had no more than eight or nine bowls well, of soup. Well, it, it's in the soup family, <laughs> so you should be pretty safe. It's like a cousin. Well, now, what, what do you put in the gumbo? Is it, uh, this is a New Orleans. This is a New Orleans thing, is it, it not? It's South Louisiana, yes. Oh, South, South Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are we? What are we looking at? What's inside? Uh, we have chicken. Okay. And andouille sausage, which is a Cajun sausage. Andouille. andouille. <laughs> Who's andouille? <laughs> what, what is that word? It's a, it's a Cajun uh, sausage. It's, it's spicy. It adds a really good flavor to the gumbo. Okay. What else do we got? So this is a, a broth of some sort? Uh, yep. It's uh, some good uh, juice. And uh, you've got some rice there. You any uh, gin in this? Uh, <laughs> no, but we could probably get some for you right outside. <laughs> yeah, Bourbon Street's got everything you want. Hey, let me, before I dive into this. Why is it called Bourbon Street? Do you have any idea, Jeff? I have not I seen have a no single idea. person drinking bourbon as I walk yeah. around these streets. I have no idea. There was one dude down the road. Oh, it was Jack Daniels. That was, was Jack Bourbon. Daniels. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right, I was just curious. That's a good question. I don't know. This is the Catholic guy live from New Orleans asking the tough, hard-hitting the tough questions. questions. That's it right. It must be a French Jim thing. Lived there. It must be a French thing. <laughs> bourbon? Like a bourbon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably right. Oh, there goes the fun on that. Yes. All right. Uh, all right. Now, uh, are we ready to try a little gumbo? Sure. So we've got rice. We've got chicken. What's this brown thing I'm staring at? That's, oh, the, that's sausage. the sausage. That's the andouille sausage. Right. What about the seaweed-looking thing here? Well, that's actually the chicken. See, you know, gumbo, the, the, more, the longer it cooks, the better it gets. What you guys do to the chicken? I cooked it. <laughs> a what lot. The, let me ask you, what did the chicken do to you for you to treat it that? So it's a shredded chicken is what I'm looking Well, what at. happens is when it's in the uh, in the gumbo and it's cooking, it Excuse does. Me, I don't mean to interrupt part. you, Jeff, but Maureen has already eaten. Oh. Oh, 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 what? Well, no, how do you? How do you <laughs> I saw you. You had your bowl up. Yes, it's in my up. hand. <laughs> Maureen. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a nice moment in Catholic radio history, Jeff? It, no radio show has ever broadcast a Catholic radio show from a balcony on Bourbon Street. That's right. And now we've got true South Louisianian food. Did I say that right? <laughs> you did. Thank you. Did. you. Very good. And look at the, I don't know if you've met the crew here. There's Lou, and there's me, and I'm Lino, and then that's that's Maureen, the person who eats whenever she wants out it's of order. It's really delicious. <laughs> it's so good. How would oh we God. know? <laughs> I mean, uh, certainly too late to pray now. All right. So. Oh, sorry. All right, Jeff. Now, Jeff, what do you have in your hand here? Oh, now this this is something I add. You know, every good gumbo has to have some cayenne in it. And this cayenne is, is special. Pepper? It's a pe- it's okay. pepper. It's very very hot. It looks like it's um, in a medicine bottle. It, it is. That's why it's so special. <laughs> it's in a medicine bottle. This stuff is probably really good medicine. It'll keep you very healthy in life. Uh, but this comes from a place called Berthelots. 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 And it's down uh, in French Settlement, Louisiana, which is just outside of Baton Rouge. Not too far outside of Baton Rouge. No, I'm sorry, Jeff. When you say Berthelots, is that the name of a city? Is that the Octomom? What are it's we talking about? The, it's actually the <laughs> name of the fellow who puts this together. He grows the peppers. He does everything. You know, he draws them out. He he, he grinds puts them, in them medicine up, bottles. puts them in medicine <laughs> bottles, and sells them. Is this like so, moonshine? It's in a it's in a it's in a cough syrup red small bottle. That's it's right. Clearly illegal. That's right. But like yeah. a prescription. I don't know if it's one. illegal, but I tell you what. You know, I love cayenne, and when you 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 line up a, several different <laughs> brands of cayenne pepper, this will outdo all of them. This is some hot stuff. I brought it. Lidocaine. I brought it just in case you were daring enough. <gasps> To put some extra cayenne in that gumbo. Well, here's what we're going to do. Since since Maureen dove into the gumbo first, you can put it in her gumbo <laughs> sure. first. Sure. And, uh, and later on, we won't eat it. I'll tell you one thing. Lou will have it. Lou loves hot, spicy, peppery stuff. You just made that up. Yeah, that was I a complete lie. You just completely lied on the radio. Absolutely it's a Catholic did. show. You just lied to yes, everyone. I did, and I, and I will continue to. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I do not enjoy hot sauces. I don't enjoy peppers. I don't enjoy... So I will try it if you'd like me to, but it may ruin my experience of New Orleans. Well, what I would really like for you to do is to try the gumbo as it is Let's now. Let's do so. Would you like us to do you it? Before you burn your taste buds off. All right. You know, Jeff, and again, you're the Catholic foodie. So you will not look down and you will not judge me if I the will foodie... Not. I will not. Okay. Not after I throw you off the balcony. <laughs> Let's try this out here. It's a little stringy. Look, what is it? It's very stringy. Yes, it the is. Chicken. Right, here it's we chicken. go. It was a question you asked earlier. It's about gumbo, the, kids. Yeah. A very first experience. Once again, Catholic radio eating gumbo. All right. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's in. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks happy. Let me tell you. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, good. Oh, that's pretty good. No, I like it. 
But it's a little spicy, no? Yes. Okay, yes, see, yes. see, this is why Lino doesn't want any of the red pepper in there. <laughs> Lino likes oh, it. Why don't you try some? I, I, was, wait, I was waiting for your... Uh... But I would have been pleased. You could eat at the same time. Oh, I don't me. know. I, I didn't want to get the marine well, treatment. You, you wouldn't know? get the marine treatment. You only get the marine treatment if you eat before the rest of the crew does. That's what fantastic. Do you, what do you think, Lou? Oh, it's awesome. A little spice? A little I spicy. should call it fantastic. I apologize, Jeff. No, it is fantastic. I don't now, know what this, you were saying. This next... Biteful is going to have sausage in it. Oh, good. Ooh. Yeah, well, we'll see if I agree. <laughs> All right, let's try this out now. Mm-hmm. Mm. That chicken's great. That's really good. Well, that's good. Oh, good. And that's gumbo. Now, Jeff Young, did you make this? I did. Did you really? I did. I even have the scars to prove it. I burned myself twice last night. Oh. Why? Uh, well, you got to make a roux. <laughs> see, the first thing, when you do a gumbo, and, you, and you, you know, all, all good Louisianians know this. The first step, right? First thing you do, you got to make a roux. Oh, and what a is that? That's a, a roux. Street, well, it's actually, a that's a street in France. We're yeah. a roux. We're well, a... R U E is street, but this is R O U X roux. Oh. And what it is, it's actually oil and flour. You take the two, you put it in about medium heat, and what you're you're basically doing is frying this flour. But you got to do it slowly. It may take you twenty, thirty minutes to make a good roux, and you want it to. You have to stir it a lot, right? You have to stir it a lot. You want it to become like the color of chocolate. And what this does is it colors the gumbo. But it also uh, gives it a nutty kind of flavor, and it thickens it up too. So roux is uh, is very important in Louisiana cuisine. Does gumbo exist everywhere? This is as dumb a question as you can get. Does gumbo exist anywhere in the world, or is this strictly a southern type of thing? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think uh, you would normally associate gumbo with uh, South Louisiana. I mean, they have it up in North Louisiana, but uh, I think South Louisiana is like the primary place. It doesn't. It barely reaches North Louisiana. Like I would barely, have thought, maybe barely. okay, maybe if it doesn't reach a Northern Rhode Island, I would understand. <laughs> but now, how, did you learn to cook? Did you? Was this a family thing, learning to cook? How do you do this on your own? I mean, how did you do this? Uh, well, I, I mean, I just I really love the kitchen. I love to cook. You know, some people garden. For therapy, I think I'm, I'm in the kitchen. I cook for therapy. You know what I do for therapy? <laughs> what? Go to my therapy. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the Catholic guy, Lino Ruli, broadcasting from the Inn on Bourbon. It is Mardi Gras live from Bourbon Street. Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie. The website is catholicfoodie.com. Uh, now, Jeff, I know the other since it's the Catholic part of the Catholic foodie. You mentioned how in Scripture and stuff, there's a lot of there's a lot of relig- there's a lot of uh, food stuff going on. There's a lot of banquets when it's described as heaven, correct? Right, right. And Jesus, a lot of things, of course, the Last Supper, but he shared a lot of meals. Mm-hmm. With now, is is that part of the for you the Catholic experience and food? Is being together with family and with friends and, and all of that kind of stuff that I'm, I miss as a single man sitting at home eating <laughs> Top Ramen. You and but, Bob but you're, you're sharing a meal right now. You're on Bourbon Street with all these people out there. I don't want to be with half of them. They don't know it. Ah, <laughs> seventy percent. Do you? Well, well, I don't know. But you know, uh, uh, sharing a meal is—I is, mean, that's that's huge. You know, I love to cook, but the thing is, is that you cook for a reason. You cook for people to eat. And, I mean, families are so busy today. And one of the things I try to encourage on my show and in the blog is for families to eat together. You know, we're so busy. Kids going to all these different extracurricular activities. Parents working two jobs. You know, they hardly see each other coming and going. Uh, But, you know, to to encourage them, it's like, look, let's get back to the kitchen. Let's get back to the family table. Uh, Because that family table is a sign, a symbol of that table that we gather around on Sunday. The Eucharistic right. table, the altar. The Eucharistic table, that's right. Nice. And and Jesus talked a lot about, and this is the this is the only thing, when Jesus talks about heaven, and there's going to be banquet feasts and stuff, this is probably the difference between you being from southern Louisiana and me being Italian. I picture just a lot of Italian foods Absolutely. in heaven, and you probably picture what, gumbo? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, there's a Crawfish. lot of Italians down here. A in lot Louisiana. of Italians in Louisiana. Absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, St. Joseph Days. This is a good thing about Louisiana. We love to celebrate. And you oh, can geez, tell. We, geez, we hadn't noticed you know, that. You really? can tell Couldn't, out here. We tell. love to celebrate. Now, Lent, every year it. in Lent, you got two huge feast days, St. Joseph and St. Patrick. And we have big parties during Lent. What, what, when don't you guys have big parties? I know. It's pretty uh, Louisiana. Well, tomorrow, because we're going to be recuperating from today. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's, that's about it. And uh, look, we got to take a quick break. We're going to continue with Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie. His website again, catholicfoodie.com. You got the recipes on there? Sure. You got plenty of recipes. Absolutely. You have the gumbo recipe that we're eating right I now? I believe I do. If I don't, I will put it up. And what are they going to do? Sue you? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not exactly uh, <laughs> not exactly under oath. If you don't have it on, you don't have it on. Uh, oh, and then we're going to try another uh, truly New Orleans experience we've never had yet. The king cake. I'm being told we're going to be having some king cake next. 
Jeff can explain to us what this king cake is as the Catholic Eye Show continues live from New Orleans. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? It's Lino Ruli, the Catholic Guy, live from New Orleans. Stick around for more Mardi Gras madness. Man, I really need some inspiration today. I wish there was a way to listen to my favorite show on the Catholic Channel while at work. Hello there. Who are you? I am God, the spokesperson for the Catholic Channel. Why are you here? I am here to tell you you can access the Catholic Channel at work. Really? Yes. All you have to do is log on to thecatholicchannel.org and click listen now and you'll be able to listen to all your favorite hosts from the comfort of your work queue. What's the website again? It's thecatholicchannel.org. God out. Living Your Faith. I'm Jane Hansen with a message from the Order of Malta, a 900-year-old association of Catholic lay men and women dedicated to helping the poor and the sick. When Hurricane Andrew hit southern Florida in 1992, it destroyed homes and businesses and terrified many youngsters. They didn't understand what was happening and were frightened by both the force of the storm and the destruction that followed. One woman eased the children's fears, Marcella Murad, a professional clown who goes by the name Mama Clown. She went around the tent cities that were created for the newly homeless and entertained the children with jokes, songs, and magic tricks. As Ms. Murad put it, my satisfaction is in putting a smile on children's faces and making them feel like kids again. What is your satisfaction? Why not start by putting a smile on a needy child's face? A message from the Order of Malta. Please visit our website, MaltaUSA.org. Thank you. Catholics Next Door with Greg and Jennifer Willits. Focus on the Family has gotten approval from CBS for this $2.5 million ad during the Super Bowl. It will feature the Heisman Trophy Award winner Tim Tebow and his mom, Pam, are going to appear in a pro-life ad because the issue of life is one that they feel very strongly about. The Catholics Next Door with Greg and Jennifer Willits. 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117. Live from the center of Mardi Gras madness, it's Lino Rulli, the Catholic Guy. We are definitely in the center of Mardi Gras madness. I'm the Catholic Guy, Lino Rulli, here with Maureen, with Lou at the Inn on Bourbon. And this hotel is uh, quite well named. It is literally on Bourbon Street. We've got the balcony overlooking the wackiness and craziness as the revelers are having fun. You can hear my own beats. Jeez. And I earned that and kept my shirt on, kids. And that's really what it's all about on Bourbon Street. You know, the place gets a bad rap. Jeff Young is with us, the Catholic foodie. And you can check out all of his stuff at catholicfoodie.com. This whole Mardi Gras gets a bad rap, does it not, Jeff? It that, does. You know, as you can hear, I got like I got eighty beads around me or something like that. What I what I enjoy so much about the South, and I haven't been here very often, but what I've enjoyed so much, and the crew and I have been walking around, and people are just friendly, and people are here to have a good time, and and certainly there are some who go a little. A little too far. Too far. But you know, we always pretend whatever generation we live in, like, this is it. In the 1600s, the church was saying, ah, there's a little too much excess in the Mardi Gras parties. This is certainly not a new thing. This is a, this is life. The human That's right. condition. That's right. But this is one good party, and this is a Catholic party, and we're, we're keeping it clean, but we're having fun. You were nice enough to bring us some gumbo, which I enjoyed a great deal, by the way. And now, try to explain to me what this king cake is all about, all right? Uh, well, the king cake, uh, king cake is not uh, specifically a Louisiana thing. Oh, I mean, good. You, you okay. have uh, you have king cakes in France. You got king cakes in Spain. They call them different names, you know, like in French and Spanish. But uh, uh, same kind of concept, you know. We have a baby that we stick in our king cake, and that that baby represents <laughs> the baby Jesus, really? right? Because you had, and this all starts, you know, King's Day, King Cake, King's Day. This is January sixth, the feast of the Epiphany. When the three wise men, the three kings, go down to, uh, to, to, you know, they travel to find Jesus. And that's what we're supposed to be doing today, trying to find Jesus. So the king cake is kind of representative of that. And what is the actual king cake made of? This is like, it's like it smells like, the you know, if you go to the airport, it smells like a Cinnabon. It, it kind of is like that. It's uh, it, it's got a lot of cinnamon in there. Now you know you have different kinds of fillings. You could put all kind of stuff in there. I, I, my personal favorite is cream cheese. Wow, that's wow. got to be good cream for you. Cream cheese filling, yeah, it is good. Make sure it's you're right with me. the Lord on that one. Jeez, make sure go to confession before that one. Make oh, sure yeah. you're in a state of grace. Uh, no, no, this with the king cake we've got here. 
is from listeners. Mm. Listeners were kind enough to bring us some king cake yesterday. Now, we assume they like us. We assume they're fans of the show. Right. But this obviously could be poison. (laughs) And now this is what I don't understand about the king cake. Is now, Maureen, please don't quit. Don't eat yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I was still eating the gumbo. Maureen was eating the gumbo. 15 minutes ago, Jeff's nice enough to bring some gumbo, and Maureen's diving in. I'm sorry, Maureen. I jumped the gun. I saw Maureen grab a bowl of something. I shouldn't be eating on the air, period, unless you know we're eating together. Really? Yeah. That's Radio 101. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And then now you've. You know what Radio 102 is? Don't explain Radio 101 (laughs) on the air. But uh, nonetheless. You know, Radio 103 never hit your post. (laughs) Sorry. You're offended. Look at look at now, now. Now you've scared the guest. Now I'm the guest sorry, is because now poor Jeff Young thinks there's going to be a, a a beating being done here, and you're not going to hit me. No, that's no. Okay. no, no. Sorry. Well, that was awkward. Uh, all right. So, who that? <laughs> that seems to diffuse everything. <laughs> who that's going to be arrested for hitting Lino? Now, uh, now the way I understand what we're about to do here is. Um, no, Lou has a piece of king cake. Correct. I have a piece of king cake. My Marine does, and Jeff does, and it's it's fantastic looking. So it's this doughy, and there's white frosting on top, and there's the Mardi Gras colors of green and gold and purple in there. Right. And we learned what those colors meant yesterday. And I, Marine, you're already eating. Jeez, you've got to be kidding. What? No. Sorry. Uh, this is a radio show, so nobody know, can't tell if I'm joking. Why would you be eating king cake already? I don't know. I thought that you were explaining it and we were all started eating. But isn't the point of king cake? And I've never, I've never eaten this, so I don't. Maybe Jeff explained this to me. I thought the point of king cake was we all eat it at the same time, and whoever uh, bites upon and perhaps chokes to death on a plastic baby Jesus, should they survive, has to buy it the next time. Right, right. Well, you want the person who gets the baby and chokes on it. I mean, everybody should be eating at the same time, so you oh. can do the Heimlich. That's what I would assume. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. because otherwise, if Maureen just starts eating right now and then uh, completes it before we get our first bite and ends up with the baby Jesus, then... There's almost no point to eat ours. The, the yeah. next thing you know, she's going to be on the floor. <laughs> choking. Well, I guess worst thing could happen for the show. All right, well, now... It's just so delicious. Well, we don't know that because we want it. We, we want Lou and, I, Lou and I want to find this out for ourselves. We look. Okay. We take great joy in finding out how delicious it is. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Sorry. So now the way I understand it is, well, maybe Jeff, maybe there's a tradition here in, in the South or in New Orleans that I didn't know about that you eat uh, before your guests. <laughs> no, maybe so. And that you... <laughs> No, but but it seems to me that we should all dive into the king cake at the same time, correct? Sure, that'd be and great. And we will find out. And whoever gets the baby Jesus, now do you take small, small bites? Uh, depends on how big your mouth is. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I do for a living? <laughs> all right. Let's see what happens. Now, again, if, if anyone chokes, I think we've all signed legal agreements that we're not going to sue the Catholic Channel, and if we haven't, we should have. Mm. And uh, let's let's take a look here how it is, all right? All right no Jesus in that bite. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good king cake. I don't know what's in it, but uh, what is in it? It's a cinnamon, basically. Cinnamon, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's got cinnamon in there and uh, the icing on top. It's very good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's it's really kind of tough to talk and eat at the same time. So perhaps yeah. Marina had the right idea. <clears throat> now we can stagger it. One of us will eat and the others oh. will talk. Did you get it? Lou <laughs> got what the hell? Lou has bit into you the really didn't expect baby that. Jesus and perhaps chipped a tooth. Now Lou, don't choke. Lou is Lou may choke. Hold now. on. All right, let's see what happens. Do we have dental? What happened, Lou? Did you, did you really get the baby Jesus or not? It better be. <laughs> what if it's just a manufacturing issue? That is so funny. And for the record, the Catholic Channel does not provide dental insurance. They don't. That I is know. no joke. This can't be right. I'm, you, I'm chewing on Jesus. What do you have in your yeah. mouth, Luke? Can you please spit it out and let's take a look? That's a baby, indeed. That's kind of gross. That is. <laughs> that is just a lawsuit waiting to That's happen. That's a real child. That, that looks small. like a. <laughs> that is. Wait a second. Luke. I could have died. That thing. How, how large? That's not is, cool. How large is this baby Jesus? It's no larger than this one could, inch. This could fit in a matchbox car. That is a, a very, very... See, but now without exaggeration... I'm going to wipe off the pre-chewed cake on it. The baby Jesus in this situation was literally like an inch tall. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have just easily choked to death on oh, it, Oh, yeah. I, I, I knew it was coming and I almost died. All right, so now the Catholic foodie has another explanation for it. Well, first of all, I didn't put that baby in there. <laughs> just to cover myself. I didn't do that. No, these were but, these were the listeners who were nice enough to buy us the king cake yeah. yesterday. Could they have switched out a ringer Jesus? 
Could this one be smaller than the one that should have been in? Or, is, a, is or a gummy baby. <laughs> is yeah. this the size that we usually see of the... Because, look, the Catholic guy cruise is our first time in New Orleans. This is the first time eating king cake. And <laughs> and it's literally... It, it's it's an inch uh, tall, the baby Jesus, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, nude. He's nude with his arms yeah. outstretched, yeah. It's, most babies are. Okay, yeah, that's, that's true. Now, is that They're on a hard plastic, and they don't try and choke you. <laughs> is that what it usually is, this king cake? Is this a traditional New York, uh, New Orleans thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that if you're down here, you're used to this, right? So you, you're not going to take a big old bite like Lou just did and not oh. check it out first and make sure the baby isn't in there. Yeah. So... So is that really what happens? You look at every piece first. Well, I I uh, I, I kind of look at it. Yeah, I do. I, uh, wow. I just make sure that I'm not uh, going to hurt myself. Now the other thing about this king cake, there's only one Jesus per cake, as far as we know. Yes, there's only one there's savior. Only one Jesus. There's only one. <laughs> one Jesus. Only one Messiah. All right. Well, so then those now. So what does Lou have to do now that he lost? Uh, he's going to buy the new uh, the next king cake. <laughs> buy a crown. <laughs> <laughs> buy some dentures. Well. Sorry, I'm eating the king cake. I'm a professional. Yeah, the rest of it's pretty good. Uh, no, I think that makes perfect sense. It's like a hand grenade in there. I mean, that's just crazy. A crown for the baby Jesus <laughs> and a crown for Lou's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> After losing a tooth. That makes purple. This king's cake, you know, people in New Orleans know how to eat, correct? Oh, yes. This whole oh, yes. southern this southern Louisiana thing, this is amazing. We got the gumbo. We got the king cake. There, there's a lot to be proud of in New Orleans, is there not? I mean, this is there Mardi is. Gras, and this is, this is something, obviously, to be proud of. Are you a New Orleans Saints fan, Jeff? I am. Oh, so you, you have nothing but fun. You know what, now that I think about it, I think I saw it on your Facebook page. You had that fleur de leaf uh, painted on your forehead. I did. Is that correct? <laughs> I did. The good news is it was a painting. It wasn't a tattoo. It was It was Photoshopped. <laughs> No, was it photoshopped? Yes. Oh, you didn't put it on your head? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I feel like I've been lied to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I am not the first person to be lied to on Bourbon Street, I'm guessing, for the record. <laughs> now, there's so much to be proud of of New Orleans, right? It, it, this is one of these cities that I actually think to myself, it's pride without sin. This is one of those cities where people go, because I'm from Minnesota. I mean, what are we proud of? What, what's there? I lakes. Mean, snow. I was. Uh, you were there. <laughs> That's, uh, lakes and snow. I mean, you know, we, hey, we have 10,000 lakes. But, you know, what can you really brag about after you see, like, 4,000 of them? You go, it's another one. That's another one. Do so you have, like, a big mall? We have the Mall of America. <laughs> we can shop. <laughs> it's not, like, open 24 hours a day. We just have a lot of shopping. Hey, if you want to buy something, you can go to a big mall. New Orleans has something to be proud of, right? Is this something that's like, and you know what I'm saying, where it's like with the seven deadly sins, this may be the one sin, like as you walk down Mardi, uh, Mardi Gras, when you, as you walk down Bourbon Street here from Mardi Gras, you see the sins of lust, you see sins of gluttony, and not really possible to go, yeah, but in a good way. Right, right. You can be proud of your city in a good way, unlike a lot of cities really in the country or in the world, for that matter. Isn't that right? I think I think so. I mean, I think part of it is just the is the culture, is the people. The, as you mentioned earlier, the people down here are, are nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I think we have to be because it's so hot in the summer that if you're angry, you just you know you have heat stroke or something. You, melt. <laughs> you know, you get you get all riled up. That's not good down here in the heat. Uh, but I think too. I mean, you look at, at Hurricane Katrina. You know the the devastation that New Orleans faced after uh, or because of Katrina, and the pride that we took in in trying to rebuild the city. Uh, there, there's something here. There's a there's a, a culture here that you don't really find anywhere else. Right. And there's there's sort of like a spirit, I guess, of New Orleans that uh, that just won't quit. Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie. The website is catholicfoodie.com. Now we're going to try to see. Uh, we're going to test your faith and pride in another way. Are you ready for this? Uh oh. After this break, we're going to play Catholic Password with you. Okay? okay. Do you know how? Do you remember the old game show Password? Uh, no, I don't. Well, I'll tell you exactly how the game is played. Great. Uh, right after this, we are broadcasting live. It's the Catholic Guy Show from New Orleans. It's the In on Bourbon, and it's Mardi Gras. Live from the balcony overlooking Bourbon Street, it's the Catholic Guy with Lino Rulli on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159, XM 117. One man has the power to change your attitude. This part is cooking tonight. And your latitude, Jimmy Buffett. Changes in latitude, changes in and there's only one place to hear four Jimmy Buffett concerts, live and commercial free, before the end of February. Sirius XM's Radio Margaritaville. The live concert party begins this Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sirius 31, Radio Margaritaville. 
faith, family, and the culture of life with Catholic therapist Dr. Greg Popchak. Cheer up. Think positive. You've probably heard people tell you that when you're going through a tough time, but new research published in Psychological Science finds that saying random positive things to yourself can actually make you feel worse, not better. The reason is that unfounded positive statements feel empty and tend to provoke a yeah, right reaction from your brain that just confirms how miserable your situation really is. But all is not lost. When positive messages are paired with examples that prove them to be true, people experience a significant increase in their sense of well-being. So, for instance, saying, I accept myself completely is an unfounded statement that can actually make you feel worse. But saying, I know that despite my negative feelings, I can succeed because I've succeeded in similar circumstances before, plus giving yourself particular examples of past success, can make you feel better because the positive comments are rooted in reality. So, by all means, think positively. Just be sure to give yourself reasons to believe what you're saying. I'm Dr. Gregory Popchak, but you can call me Family Man. For more information, go to ExceptionalMarriages.com. Hear Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchak on Fully Alive, weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117. Catholic guy. Bill in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hey, Lena, how's it going? I am mint, thank you, although I can't sing, otherwise everything else is fine. I'm a new listener to your show. Oh, right on, man. Thanks for listening. Well, how long have you been listening for? Uh, about a month. Right on. I was sold when the priest on the phone went through New York accent. Go to Daily Mad. <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Guy, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117. The Catholic Channel. You're listening to The Catholic Guy's live broadcast from New Orleans. It is Mardi Gras. It is live, the Catholic Guy Show. I'm Lino Rulli here with Maureen and Lou broadcasting from the Inn on Bourbon. It is Bourbon Street. It's not much more until Lent begins, and so the feasting continues until the fasting and penance and all the fun stuff begins very, very shortly. We've got Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie. You can check him out at catholicfoodie.com. All sorts of recipes. By the way, uh, does the traffic at the website go down a little bit during Lent? <laughs> people, it didn't really occur to me until now, but uh, people not eating as much? Or do you, do, Jeff, do you have some recipes on there that are more like meatless dishes type of Oh, yeah. Thing? We have recipes like that. And also, it, it gives us a chance to focus more on the Catholicism side of, uh, of the Catholic food. Look at that. Catholic foodie, not just about food. That's right. All right. Now, here's how the game Password is played. Uh, it's an old game we just ripped off, and we call it Catholic <laughs> Password, and that way we are not liable for any lawsuits. Here's what happens. Uh, I'm going to be saying, well, first of all, Jeff, you're going to have to leave the beautiful studios, and and you're going to get some exercise. You're going to work off some of that food you've been eating for okay. Fat Tuesday. Good. So when you leave the studio, I will say a word. And, you know, the word is, the Catholic password is hat, as an example. Then we'll bring you back in. Then Maureen and Lou will be uh, throwing words your way. So Maureen may say uh, baseball. And that'll be worth 10 points. And then if you get it right, wonderful. Uh, you, and then you get a guess. And then Lou will say, um, head. And then if you get, you get another guess, all the way down to zero. If it comes down to zero, then apparently the game didn't work very well. Okay. <laughs> you, that was a bad word. Was, I didn't know anything. Something happened. So, so, there was a, the chain was broken somewhere in there. Either I picked a bad word, Marine and Lou's clues were bad, or you didn't understand what we were doing here. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to play Catholic Password? Sure. Now, for them... They will be winning a bead each round every time they win, and you win nothing, Jeff. Oh, that sounds awesome. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> great? Yeah. So into that Lenten season a little early, into that offering and sacrifice a little early, you get nothing. I, I never win anything, so that's okay. You give I'm something up. Thanks for coming in. All right. Nice man. You don't let the door hit you on the way out. All right. All right. Jeff Young leaves the studio now, and now we're ready to play Catholic Password. Now, Lou, Yo. whenever we play this game in the past, we've usually been playing with Catholic priests. Yes, that's correct. How do you feel about your chances against Marine when it comes to a not-Catholic priest? Well, these questions you said are, are mostly New Orleans-based, right? Correct. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I think I think Jeff Jeff's a smart dude, obviously. He knows his stuff. I think he knows his New Orleans or Narlins or whatever. <laughs> so I think that uh, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go good, All go right. well. Here we go. My English is gonna go bad. Uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Catholic password is gluttony. 
The Catholic password is gluttony. Okay. All right, let's bring Jeff into the studio, and we'll see how it's played as we look over the beautiful, sunny, little cold, little cold in the city of New Orleans today in Bourbon Street. But as tens of thousands are on Bourbon Street and hundreds of thousands celebrating Mardi Gras, the Catholic Guys show right there in with them. Jeff, are you ready to play Catholic Password? I am. All right, we will let the woman begin. Sorry, she has a name, Maureen. We're going to let oh, her. I thought you were, were going to set me up for a joke. Yeah, I was going. <laughs> stop, stop. It was too easy, Lou, especially if I'm throwing beads your way. Yeah. <laughs> Maureen, go ahead. Eating. Eating? I get to guess? Now you guess, Jeff, correct. Um, you might not get it on the first couple. That's correct. That's, that's okay. Restaurant. Lou. Uh, sin. Gluttony. Oh, yes! yes! Nicely done. Booyah! Nine yeah. points, and Lou, uh, get some beads. I love throwing man uh, beads. I love when Lino throws beads man at me. Beads. Man beads all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, uh, well, Jeff, nicely done. You know your gluttony. You're the Catholic. Yeah. He's the Catholic foodie. There's a shock. He knew the word gluttony right off the bat. <laughs> Jeff, we need to ask you to leave the studio again. Now we apologize. Again, it's really good. It's good for you. It's a little bit, a little yeah, bit of exercise. Yeah, you get up, get down. It's, you know. Get up and get down. People doing that That's all right. up Tonight. and down <laughs> Bourbon Street right now. <laughs> All right, now, as soon as Jeff is gone, we are ready for the next round right. of Catholic Password. Let's do it. The Catholic Password is beads. The Catholic Password is beads. All right. All right, let's, uh, and by the way, I know how creepy I sound when, yeah. I, when I put my <laughs> Catholic like, Password voice on. I'm following you to your car. This, <laughs> this is the voice. No one is, I'm, I'm the softest speaker in the city of New Orleans right now. Everyone out on the, uh, up and down Bourbon Street are yelling and Lino's going, the Catholic Password. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, nicely done. You got Thank it on the you. second Thank round. You. Absolutely perfect. Let's see how Lou does this round. Go ahead, Lou. All right. Um, throw. Jeff? Uh, goodness. Um, hurricane. Maureen. <laughs> no, you'll be doing later in I won't explain that later. That's all right. I won't explain that one. Leave it where it is. <laughs> Necklace. Beads. Beads. Ah! Beads it is. Nicely right. done. You see how the game is played? Yeah. It's getting it. Obviously, I got it. By the way, I don't know. I'm going to stop you right here. Usually when we play Catholic Password, it's usually a priest. And priests aren't as good as you are. I think you haven't really nailed this much better. And now, Jeff, are you born and raised Catholic? I am. Well, did you ever consider the priest? I don't know. Your wife is sitting right here. So <laughs> She's like, actually, but, uh, I'm not saying are you considering it now, but yeah. uh, have you ever considered the priest? I was actually in the seminary twice. What happened Ooh. the first round? Well, the first time, I actually, I, I moved to Mexico, and I lived with Mother Teresa's priests, the Missionaries of Charity Fathers. I was there for two years. Really? I was, yeah. At eight, age 18, I left Whoa. and went there. Were you on parole? Were you on the land? <laughs> Got right out, yeah. Uh, Guy heads out to Mexico. He's like, well... My first turn, I was in yeah. Mexico for two years. Job. I said uh, seminary, not prison. Right, right. It's like uh, I changed my name to then Julio. Then I went to Nevada. I did a stint in Mexico. Okay, so you did two years. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And I got to meet Mother Teresa on three occasions. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah, it was great. A living saint. Wow, and you didn't become a priest that And it didn't rub off on me. I was going to you know. That was not your vocation. <laughs> Seriously. Obviously. Like, I'm looking for more. And, uh, <laughs> not good enough. And so then you left, and then you tried another seminary or something. I did. I left. I went to uh, I went to school. Uh, I went to the Franciscan University of Steubenville, and then I left there. I, I went to LSU for a bit. I started bartending. Right. See, I figured, you know, if you're if you're a priest, you're dealing with the spiritual world, and you're, you know, there with people. You hear confessions and all that. So I, I became a bartender. I heard so many confessions; it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sure you did, and no absolution. Never. Well, I gave absolute. Absolute. No, <laughs> no absolution. Exactly. Right. Right. That'd be a good drink. <laughs> all right. I just I, I Isn't it nice coming on a radio show that you just are asked pointed questions like, Yeah. Hey, your wife's here. You ever join? Thought about the priesthood? <laughs> ah, twice. <laughs> Revealing. Real personal well, information. I, actually, I met her. Actually, I already knew you, but we started to uh, see each other a little more frequently when I was in the seminary the second time. Oh, I think we know why I didn't. Yeah. Get it. So the now I'm looking there. at my vocation right now. Kind of glad you left. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know why that seminary didn't take that time. All right. Well, Jeff, this is fantastic. All right, Jeff. Well, you're doing a great job, and that's the reason I ask usually when we play. Uh, 
Catholic pastor would usually have a priest doing this. You're better than a priest. Oh wow! In more ways than one, I'm sure. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, all right, let's head. Let's have you head out of the studio again. I'm the Catholic guy, Lino Ruli. We're broadcasting live from the Inn on Bourbon. It's Mardi Gras. It is crazy, and yet, as we look from our balcony onto the tens of thousands having fun, we're having our own Catholic fun. <laughs> Keeping it real, as the kids like to say, and I know no kids ever say that. No. All right, we're playing Catholic Password. It's tied up 99. Hey, Maureen, I'm sorry, I forgot to throw beads at you. That's my bad. <laughs> I apologize about that. I've well, been doing this all day to her. All right, there you go. There's some beads, <laughs> honey. All right, there we go. Oh, oh, here we go. Let's try this one out. All right. The Catholic Password is Lundigraw. The Catholic Password is Lundigraw. All right. All right. All right. Let's see how Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, does this time as he heads back in with a, a solitary uh, two beads. He's got two beads I see around his neck that he did not win from our show, by the way. He's got one that says, Go Saints, for his New Orleans Saints. Who that? Uh, who is that, in fact? Uh, it's me, actually. They, oh, they keep talking about oh. me. It's Catholic foodie. <laughs> Dude, you're popular. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catholic Patrick continues. Maureen, you begin this time. Monday. Lundy Gras. What? what? Are you serious? <laughs> How do you do that, Jeff? I, I, I just... No, wait a second. Are you I, hearing me when I'm... Uh, no, When you're outside not. of the studio, can you hear me? Are you kidding? Have you heard the noise out there? Yes, I have. And oh I'm more... Oh, my goodness. How did you do Lundy Gras out of that? Did she tell you well, the because... password when you walked in? Yeah, no, no, no. No. Big cheater. Maureen's like, the password is Lundy Gras. Lundy Gras. She does the same weird voice I use. <laughs> the password is, like, password is Lundy Gras. <laughs> Jesse, can I go now? Please. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable being here. How did you do that, Jeff? Uh, yesterday was Monday. That's that's how. It's Lundy Gras. Yesterday was Lundy oh, Gras. Why would, Monday me. Why are you going to talk about Monday on... on, on Fat Tuesday. Because why wouldn't you have guessed Tuesday was going to be today? Why didn't? Why wouldn't the clue have been Fat Tuesday? I would have thought for sure Fat Tuesday. Well, speaking of which, I, I, th- I thought yesterday. It's like, what is this? You know, I'm I'm going to go talk to Lino Ruli, right? Yeah. Uh, on Fat Tuesday, I'm the Catholic foodie. I'm going on Fat Tuesday. Did y'all do that on purpose? Yeah. What are you trying to tell me? <gasps> oh. You're not here on. Uh, like, oh my goodness! Uh. As, he, as he and all look to his stomach. Right. <laughs> you know, quite frankly, the Catholic foodie should be a little heavier than you are. Probably so. I'm working on that. I don't know how your wife feels. About it. I look at your wife. She's saying <laughs> she's no like, right no, now. No, but, I'm working on that. But I, I think the Catholic foodie you could put on another 40, 50 pounds, and we'll oh, take it more seriously. Yeah, yeah, least, sure. yeah, it's, uh, I mean, especially see, living can, down here, right? It's like your resume. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you seem too happy to be a Catholic. Oh, to check this part of you too. We got to make sure you guys really catch. Well, Maureen, nineteen points currently. Throw that woman some beads. Here's some beads your way, Maureen. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's ridiculous. Really we witnesses. It. That I was gunned at that time. Yeah, wow, that was man. assault. I thought that's the way it was done here in New Orleans. I thought it is. If you're on the fourth floor and you're, you're trying to hurt Maureen, you the got guy. the beads on your microphone. Right? They're on the microphone. That's, yeah, this is that's a bad idea. Radio. It's excellent radio. Jeff, we ask you to leave again as sure. we continue playing Catholic Password. As Maureen takes her the beads off, apparently that those ones didn't take. Jeez. I thought you had to throw them like it was. Some uh, intensity. Don't get mad at me. I was like a gun, man. Jeez. Well, she was almost three feet away from me. I want to make sure she caught him. I know, but you. I mean, your your arm can do. All right. Let's try another one. I'm gonna have a tough time here. Let's try. All right. What about? Okay. There's no way. I don't even know if you guys know this word. I only learned this word two days ago. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) The Catholic. Oh, you know what? I'll do a different one for right now. All right. Okay. The Catholic. (laughs) Shut up. Doesn't matter. Shut up. The Catholic password is fasting. The okay. Catholic password is fasting. All right. All right. Good. All right. We're having fun now. Jeff Young was amazing in the last round. He guessed it on the first clue. Yeah, that was crazy. Which was strikingly unfair to Lou. Yeah, I didn't know that word until yesterday, by the way. And I'm hoping to give you, my friend Lou, yeah. some man beats. All right. <laughs> I'm hoping to win some. Uh, if you want to win some man beats, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> show your Catholicism now, Lou. What? I said it okay. It's Catholic password. Um, food. Jeff. Eucharist. By the way, the Eucharist is rarely the wrong answer, but in this yeah. case, that was the wrong answer. <laughs> right, right, right. On the Catholic channel, we rarely say no. No, no, no not what no, we're looking no, for. Not, not. Inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> not what we're looking for. All right, Maureen. Starving. Uh, starving. Uh, food. Starving. Uh, the poor. 
Lou. Well, what, what, but Maureen, by the way, another thing we usually don't do on the Catholic Guy show, when someone says the poor, you don't go, eh. Yeah. Like, eh. Like, like you're no, ah. Eh. That's not what I was looking for, the poor. All right, Lou, Catholic password. Um, Friday. Fasting. Fasting yes! it is. <laughs> Nicely done all. Maureen, hang on. Let me throw some beads at Lou here. Throw me some beads, Lino. Here's some man beads, yes. my friend. What color man bead are you looking for today? Uh, well, the, the ones I have now are kind of a teal, so anything but teal. Oh, pink. Yeah, pink man pink beads. Pink man beads. Pink all man right, beads. Lou. Those, those compliment those my man aunt. beads very gently. Yeah. Jeff Young, I thought that one was going to be more difficult for you. It was. How come you know all this Catholic stuff? I'm Catholic. Please, please quit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got a word that's going to be much more difficult this time. Okay. All right, we need you to leave the studio right. again. Of course, I keep saying it's going to be much more difficult than just yeah, just get to make three tries. I'm like, all right, well, let's try something else then. All right. Uh, Lou, right now, you're, however, you're losing, and I'm horrible with math, but Maureen has 19 and, and you have 17. That's correct, yes. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to see. No, yeah, that's right. Okay, but you have two, two beads each. All right. The Catholic password. I don't know what the voice is I'm using. You sound like Catholic Lockjaw. <laughs> I know why. I should just open my mouth and quiet my voice. <laughs> you, know, you sound like a ventriloquist. You sound like you're I don't being be. strangled, is I'm what the, it sounds like. I'm the dummy. <laughs> okay. It's New Orleans. It's, it's uh, Mardi Gras. The, Put your hand over the, the mic if you want. The, hang on. The Catholic password is Fleur de Lee. The Catholic password is Fleur de Lee. Okay. Knock it off. <laughs> All right, let's bring Jeff back in. Now, uh, Maureen is going to kick this round off. That's correct. And so now this, this means if Jeff isn't able to hit it on the first clue, you've got a distinct advantage right now. Potentially, yes. You should be able to do this, correct? Uh, I mean, Maureen might... He, she may, he might get it on the first try. Maureen, show us your Catholic. It's Catholic password. <laughs> get some beads for yeah, it. Get some beads for it. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do you mean? It's I've been, I've been putting up with this all week. Um, symbol. Symbol. Sacrament. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I refrain from going, <laughs> um, uh, Saints. Florida Lee. Yes! Yes! Wow. So annoying. That is unbelievable. You guys are all in fuego. Oh, that's not French. All right. Uh, how do you say it in French? French. Le le bon temps roulé. That's right. No, no, that's not It's not the same thing at all. the good times roll. Can I have some beads, please? Oh, yeah. It's just man beads, please. I do have to tell you that I'm getting tired of throwing man beads around. I'm getting tired of being thrown man beads. There you go. purple man beads for you. Weird toss. Well... Lou is literally standing a foot and a half away from me. And sitting. Lou is literally sitting a foot and a half. I guess I said I said literally. Yeah. He's a foot and a half away from me. All right. Let's. Are we ready to go again, Jeff? Yeah. All sure. right. We need you to leave the studio again. Nice. See, this is what's fantastic. Mardi Gras is all about food and feasting before uh, Ash Wednesday comes up as our fast and our penance. And uh, some of us will be, whatever weight is put on today, we'll be losing it when we fast tomorrow. Jeff just keeps leaving and coming back, and he gets to lose a little weight that way. <laughs> all right, let's try another one then, all right? The Catholic password. The, the Catholic password is midnight. Ooh. The Catholic password is midnight. All right. See that? All right. Uh, All right. See if Jeff wants to come back in. You see what I did with that clue there, or with that word there, Lou? It's kind of clever, right? Yeah. No, no hints. No hints. I got but, it. I got it. See, I think there's something to that. I think everyone's going to win on this. This, this might take a while. All right. Well, that's, that's the goal, quite frankly. <laughs> Lou is in the lead with 28. Maureen with a lowly 19. Not really lowly, but uh, yeah, pretty with 19. Good, Jeff Young, CatholicFoodie.com. Knows about food. He seems to know about Catholicism as well. Maureen, go ahead. Oh, I start, don't I? Well, then Lou, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, Maureen can start. But no. Lou, go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, Lent. Jeff is shaking his pockets. head. Pockets. <laughs> pockets. Yeah, Lent and the pockets, you know. Money. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Uh, Maureen? Start. Ash Wednesday. Confident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, time. 40 days. Maureen. Start. Wait, was it Did else? I already do that one? Yes. Oh, uh. There's only been three clues, Maureen. You shouldn't be repeating clues already. Let's say start. Specific. Midnight. 
Mid- yes! It is 28. We have we have less than two minutes, Jeff. We need you to leave the studio real right. quick. We have one final round of Catholic Password. Here it gives. Everyone get on your feet. Get thinking. We have two minutes. It's tied up 28-28. Maureen, here are your beads. And here, kids, are your... This is your Catholic you. Password. Your Catholic Password is penance. Your Catholic Password is penance. All right, that's a tough one. I know it is. I know it's a tough one. You guys are going to have to be doing this quickly. We have a minute and a half left. Catholic password. And if if no one wins, then I will declare myself not just king of the Catholic guy show, but king of Catholic password. (laughs) Maureen, please begin. Confession. Uh, Sacrament. Lou. Um, uh, Absolution. Uh, forgiveness. Maureen. Hail Marys. Prayer. Lou. Uh, Our Fathers. Jeff. Penance. Penance. Yes! Oh, that's so annoying! Penance is. Lou, the grand champion. Take as many beads as you want. Man beads. Victor, you are the great. Oh, you're showering him in man beads. <laughs> I'm sharing these with Jeff. It sounds so Jeff gets weird. Man beats. Oh, cool. Jeff Young, <laughs> Very cool. you've been an excellent sport on the show. You brought us gumbo. We ate the king cake. You taught us about food. You taught us about Catholicism. You welcomed us like every true New Orleanian has to date. The website, again, is catholicfoodie.com, where people can check out recipes. And during this Lenten season... Casting. Catholic stuff. <laughs> Catholic stuff. Meatless recipes <laughs> is the big thing. Now, are you going to be able to get out of here? We have like 30 seconds after. Are you going to be able to get out Ooh. of here and, and survive through Bourbon Street I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm always crazy out there. It really is, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. we appreciate that you braved it all <laughs> and suffered through it all. Keep a guard over your eyes as you go through Bourbon Street. I will right? try. I will try. Keep a guard over your wife as well as you go through Bourbon Street. Absolutely. I would guess as well. Yeah. As that's, well, thank you so much for being on the big show. We You're appreciate very it. You I appreciate it. Thank Catholic you. password. Oh, by the way. He's, he doesn't actually go in uh, empty-handed. I forgot. I, I did have one prize. I said we were just going to make him suffer. He gets what every Catholic should have, and especially listener of the Catholic Guy Show, the treasured Pope bottle opener. There it is, the double-sided yeah. Pope bottle opener. That is so cool. Benedict XVI <laughs> on one side, John Paul II on the other. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. One full hour of mayhem to come as the Catholic Guy Show continues broadcasting live from the Inn on Bourbon. It is Mardi Gras. And Lent is soon going to be here. You're listening to the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117.